0: Good day to everybody. Welcome to this week's podcast. I'm your host. Or possibly you are mine. I'm not quite sure how this parasitic relationship we have works out. One of us feeds off the juices of the other, though, I'm sure. Anyway, fit as a fiddle and ready for love, here's the show. How are you? Hope you're doing great. It is a little early today, I have this problem when the weather starts to get a little nice and the sun starts coming up a little early, that um, the amount of sleep my body decides I need varies greatly, and uh, I was apparently done sleeping at like 6 o'clock instead of my normal 7.30, 7.45ish, so I am up, I am recording, I am possibly committing felonies, for sure, at least a misdemeanor or two. I don't want to get into the details, um, but yeah. Anyway, how you doing? Uh, stuff happens over at the website. We have new stuff, right? That's that's kind of the gist of things. There's stuff, and we put it there, and then it's new stuff. What you will see uh, from me is the finale of uh, New Awakening, and um me just being dumb on a boss but it was an optional boss for some reason so that's totally fine Uh, Jade finished up the original Zelda, his second quest run, Ragnat says more Heroes of Might and Magic 3 which I guess it took him four episodes to complete this loop because I didn't see the last of the stage I don't know Uh, he's got some new Lost Isle Um, subtitle any of his episodes, Jason yells at the screen uh new spear of destiny wolfensteinstein spear of destiny from scarlet and some new videos for our monthly for the month uh was my turn to pick and i said we should play some squares square soft (laughs) we should play some sunsoft games i wanted fun games so i said sunsoft games Um, because, you know, we did, like, fan games a couple months in a row, and these Zelda games, some of them were not terribly long, some of them were kinda long. Um, we just wanted something that would be a little relaxing, a little kinda chill, you know, good gameplay, good music, good sounds, you know, solid, solid good entertainment that doesn't take nine and a half hours to finish. (laughs) So, I've picked for myself Sunman, and there's a first episode of Sunman up. Scarlet has gone with Monster Seed, which is a, um, you know, he talked about Pokemon a little bit in the first episode, Uh, but it's kind of, kind of Pokemon-y, kind of uh, Jade Kakuni, um, strategy summon monster tactics game for the PlayStation, probably the last game Sunsoft ever made. They're not around much anymore, uh, but you can expect stuff from Ragnats, Jade, and Coolio uh, relatively soon. I don't know how soon for Coolio, but everybody else should be relatively soon. Um, brief bit of history, Sunman, and if you've looked at it and have seen the gameplay and seen the first episode already, or have even seen the uh, thumbnail, the little title thumbnail that is up at the website, You might be thinking to yourself, that looks kind of Superman-ish in its style and design. You are not wrong, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, This was originally supposed to be a Superman game to complement the fantastic Batman game uh, that Sunsoft made. I believe the same year, actually. But, sadly, the game was cancelled for whatever reason. Sunsoft decides to cancel games. They they did end up losing the um, IP for it. Which uh, happens with Sunsoft a lot for some reason. That's why we have Journey to Silius and not a Terminator game. Um, so Sunman was supposed to be Superman. And it got cancelled. And it was one of those games that they had just like started on it and then cancelled. And didn't really tell anybody they were working on it. Which doesn't happen often. Usually a game will at least get kind of a little... Hey, we're working on a game. And then, you know, it's four months later, never mind. But, uh, yeah it is never been released ever 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 so this one is just a prototype and it plays like a prototype it's very hard but thankfully it's very short and then we have some videos over in the forums Mephisto is kept on track and has added some new playlists I have not been keeping up with playlists I apologize I will do better um, I have a new poll about the monthlies and then Randy was here over the weekend and we had several drinks and she played Ratchet and Clank and I made fun of her the whole time. Great fun for the whole family. Yeah, all over at the website lobisgaming.net if you didn't know Travel back in time a bit for our archive for the month, and we are going to look at Deadpool. Remember Deadpool? Some of you may know me as the Merc with a mouth, it says in the game. And it's time to get mouthy. Prepare to get Deadpooled. A couple things I'd like to get off my chest. I'm a mercenary for hire with an accelerated healing factor, I like to run my mouth. Some say I'm unstable, but I'm very stable. What about the time we beat the dude in his own arms? That doesn't count. And if you want to know what gets me going in the mornings, it's Jimmy Junko. I feel better now. Alright, I'm going to battle for the safety of humans and boobs and mutants and boobs. That's right, shit just got real. This was a monthly from May 2015 where Scarlet picked uh, games based on comic book characters and the games had to be post-2000, if I remember the stipulations correctly, and, um, yeah, you know what, not a terrible game, High Moon did a good job, Activision was involved, which is, eh, you know, Activision, one of those companies that, you know, 15, 16, 27 years ago, whatever, so Activision, like, oh, this is a seal of quality, this game will be alright, and anymore it's just, eh, eh, somebody needed some money, and you gave them some have very little to do with the actual game, which, you know, that's the way the world goes around, but anyway, very fun game, Um, you know, there's, I don't know if you've heard, but there's this movie with this guy called Deadpool in it, and, um, hello alarm, and yeah, here's a game with Deadpool in it, go watch it, I'm pretty not very great at it, it's not my style, man, Continuing on in our Adventure Island Review Trilogy, as I've done three of the games, and since we're doing these in order, as not to skip any, it's time for Adventure Island 2! Already picked out a couple, they're short, so we're going to do two. Not like last time. Last time was a fun time. I don't know what this time is going to be like. Hold still, you bugger, an Adventure Island 2 review by Wonderboy! That's the name you want to go with. Hudson Soft's Adventure Island series has a reserved place in my memory of vintage games. As a kid, this was a game I'd always notice, but pass up in the rental store. Sure, the box art was colorful and exciting, but something about the gameplay just did not sit right with me. Fast forward 20 years and I still have hesitations about the pursuits of Mr. Higgins in Adventure Island 2. Now I'm an avid Wonder Boy fan, a fan that knows the fragmented, oft-confusing history of that series. Since the Adventure Island series is an offshoot of the Wonder Boy series, it, by proxy, raised my mild curiosity about Adventure Island 2. As it turns out, I just don't care for rudimentary timed platforming. There's nothing inherently bad about this platforming design, it's just greatly repetitive. The player runs, jumps, keeps the timer bar filled by collecting fruit and dodges attacks and enemies ad nauseam. The controls are spot on, very Mario-like. Every mistake I made was my own. Due to the twitchy nature of the game, great controls are a must. This version stays the same as the original, except add some incremental improvements such as secret areas and a quasi-inventory list. At the end of each stage, if a power-up is obtained, it can be optionally saved for later use. This is a unique idea that could show some merit. Ah, I hate you, Game Facts. There's a script You're trying to do a thing that screwed up. What do you want to do? Uh-huh. It was a unique idea that could show some merit in similar styled games and i don't care how novelty anyone says it is riding those dinos brings a smile to my face every time now for the ugly part some thought it would make a good game pl- it would make good gameplay to have a boss of each island mobile just like in super mario brothers 3 this means if the player loses in the boss stage, or against the boss itself, the boss will move to every stage necessary to reach, uh, the boss will move to another location on the map. Excuse me. Unlike Mario, this is frustrating because backtracking results in having to repeat each and every stage necessary to reach the boss again. I wish the boss would hold still like in any other game. The mobilizing on the map is so meaningless in this context. Aside from this deal-breaking flaw, the game did receive quite a bit of attention uh, to detail and is otherwise decent. The AV is bright and impressive for an early 90s kitty game. I would not recommend this to anyone but die hard platforming fans. The sequel does atone for the aforementioned glaring mistake, so I'll go with that one instead. Reviewers rating 2.0 uh, poor. Originally posted October 31st, 2014. This is a this is a fresh one. You can you can smell the freshness coming off of this one. I mean, 2014, I know in internet terms that's still pretty darn old, but... I'm talking 2014 here. Some of those last ones we were reading, the reviews were older than some people I know. Anyway... A couple of things. Apparently, uh, Wonderboy here has a reserved... Or has a a memory of vintage games. And um, he has a reserved spot for Adventure Island. Of the series, anyway. Uh, he'd pass it up in the rental store. Something about the gameplay did not sit right with me, which means you didn't pass it up in the store. Fast forward 20 years, still have hesitations about the pursuit of Mr. Higgins. It's Master Higgins, you fool. Avid Wonderboy fan. Really? Never would um, have guessed Wonderboy. Fragmented, oft-confusing history. It's not really that confusing. They all spawned from the same tree. Um... <laughs> I don't care for rudimentary timed platforming. You know, a lot of Wonder Boy, from what little I have played of Wonder Boy, is really about... It's it's this game, but with more backtrackiness, more adventure. More adventure than Adventure Island, you believe that. Um, but pretty easy compared to Adventure Island, so... There's nothing inherently bad about the platform design. It's greatly repetitive. Well, yeah. You run, jump, keep timer bar filled by collecting fruit, dodge enemies attacks. Minus the, um, keep the time bar filled and you've got a Mario game. Controls are spot on, very Mario-like. Every mistake I made was my own due to the twitchy nature of the game. Great controls are a must. I don't know if you can call it, you know, spot on and twitchy version stays the same as the original, Add some incremental improvements. This is true. Uh, power-up can be saved for later use if you have it at the end of the stage. This is true. Unique idea, could show some merit in similar style games. Don't care how novelty anyone says it is, riding those dinos brings a smile to my face every time. This is 1991, so riding dinosaurs was, you know, kind of a thing. Um, novelty not the correct. For the ugly part, someone thought it'd make good—it'd make good gameplay to have the boss of each island mobile. Now I didn't know what he was talking about at first when I heard that. Like, yeah I don't think they moved. I think they faded in and out and faded in and out. Um, but if you've ever played Mario Brothers Three—and who hasn't—and if you've ever failed at an airship—and who has—you will notice that when the airship, when you fail the airship, the airship moves and you have to go chase it down again. That's why the anchor was invented to keep the airship from moving. and poof like magic 12 hours ish eleven forty-five has gone by and i am back and i am here no rest um so you may be i don't i didn't listen to the whole thing i just listened to where this stopped but there was a little bling Windows noise, and then I complained about some script that was running on the GameFAQs page, and then at six minutes and six seconds into the uh, segment, the recording stopped. I didn't notice until I finished reading everything. And I came back, and like, well, damn it. And I recorded again, and then I hit the record button, and then uh, Goldberg's like, nope, sorry, can't do it. Something caused a thing to break, so... Thanks, Game Facts, and your uh, ad choices ads. Scarlet, no, no, I'm busy. Jesus, remember what I said about no rest. Jesus, any dang way. Where did we leave off? Hold still, you bugger, Mr. Higgins. Wonderboy, twitchy nature of the game. Great controls are a must. <sighs> There's these mobile bosses. Is it frustrating backtracking? It... yeah, tell me about it. Frustrating backtracking. I've backtracked my life. It's like quantum freaking leap, but there's no Dean Stockwell. That's not good. Um, the <laughs> does a ten uh, the glaring mistake let's see um, Mr. Higgins, Master Higgins, avid Wonderboy fan, Wonderboy series, mild curiosity. Turns out I don't care for rudimentary timed platforming. Nothing inherently bad about the platforming design, it's just great, greatly repetitive. It was much more repetitive in the first game, but I'm mean, going to guess Wonderboy didn't play it because he said, um... Since Adventure Island was a shoot-off, an offshoot of Wonder Boy, he was mildly interested in Adventure Island 2, but doesn't mention the first one at all. Run, jump, keep the time bar filled by collecting fruit, dodge enemies attacks, ad nauseum you know, like Mario, except collecting fruit to increase the time, controls are spot on, very Mario-like, because it's running and jumping and throwing things. Every mistake I made was my own, yes, yes indeed. Due to the twitchy nature of the game, great controls are a must. This version stays the same as the original, except add some incremental improvements, such as secret areas and a quasi-inventory list. At the end of each stage of a power-puzzle train, uh, saved. This is all true. It's a unique idea that doesn't have merit in similar games. It's also true. And I don't care how novelty anyone says it is. Riding those dinos brings a smile to my faith every time riding those dinos. I don't care how novelty anyone says it is, viewers. Now for the ugly part. Uh, mobile bosses. Super Mario Brothers 3. Took me a second to decipher what he was talking about. Because, uh, well, the bosses don't move. They just kind of fade in and fade out. You know, they're not, they're not movie. They're not movie guys. The, the boss in the first game, the witch doctor guy, moved more than these bosses do, if I remember correctly. Um, so what happens is You go through the world map, and you fight a boss, and if you die, which you shouldn't die because they're not that hard, um, the boss will move somewhere else on the island. You have to go back to it, but you have to actually go through the stages. You don't get to just skip over what you've already done, a la Super Mario Bros. 3. Got it? Got it. Deal-breaking flaw. The sequel does atone for the aforementioned glaring mistake, so go with that one instead. Here's the thing though, Adventure Island 3 is very different from Adventure Island 2 and we know this because they're very different games, but we're going to get into that next time. That's our review from Wonder Boy. Now to the other review that was a little bit more fun and I'm going to be poking this one apart as we go. Because I've already read it once, surprise, nobody, well you guys should be surprised. I'm not going to be. A good sequel, but not quite what I expected. An Adventure Island 2 review by Psycho Penguin. No Xylo. No officil on this game. Thays Slacken. Adventure Island 2 is one seriously wacky game that has nothing to do with the first game besides the main hero, Master Higgins, on a quest to rescue his kidnapped girlfriend. So let me tell you something about the plot of Adventure Island 1. Master Higgins has to save his kidnapped girlfriend from the evil witch doctor uh by running jumping and you know skateboarding and throwing axes and stuff in adventure island 2 you master higgins have to rescue your kidnapped girlfriend tina from the evil witch doctor by running jumping uh throwing stuff and dinosaurs nothing at all to do so the story is the same but a lot of the game apart from the story has changed Except for everything else. Anyway, the main difference between the first game in the series and the second game in the series is the addition of a world map. Yes, indeed, there is a world map. Yep, so unlike the first game where you just kind of magically appeared between stages, you have to travel through eight unique worlds, because there were only like six in the first game, and you use the map to go from stage to stage. But wait, I said, as I'm about to read what they wrote. You cannot control your walking on the map, however. This is better than the first game, because you won't see the same stage repeatedly, only with harder enemies. The game is better because there's a world map, of course, you can't actually do anything on the world map, but then you won't see the same stages over and over again, except that you didn't in the first game. So overall, Adventure Island 2 is a very capable game, but it does not fulfill my expectations. And this this is a person, Psycho Penguin, who likes... who They're really... They're scoring. I mean, they want to be decimal perfect with their scoring. And I say that because they have decimal places in their scores. For example, graphics, 8.6 out of 10. Graphics in the game are much better than the first game, even though the scenery is way brighter. And the overall enemies are slower. I still prefer the graphics in the second game to the graphics in the original game. Thankfully, they are changing stages There are changing stages, so you won't see the same background every few stages, which happened in the first game, by the way. Picking that apart, the graphics are much better. Eh, Fairly similar. A little bit better. A little more detail, but fairly similar. Even though the scenery is way brighter and the overall enemies are slower. The overall enemies. So, like, just the pants? They don't move as fast, I guess, is what he means. Uh, still prefer the graphics in the second game to the graphics in the original. Thankfully they there are changing stages, so you won't see the same background every few stages, except you kinda really didn't in the first game either because there would like throw in a cave and then there'd be a thing and then it would be outside and then you'd be in another thing, and then the like rivers and clouds and stuff. Anyway. Music sound, 8.3 out of 10. The music sound pretty darn cool in the game with the same beat as the original, but it sounds more childish, but overall it's still great. Pretty darn cool, same beat, more childish, but is great. Got it. Gameplay stroke control, 7.8 out of 10. The control in this game is about as good as it's gonna get for a game which is on a system that features a controller with two buttons. Somebody took, like, alliteration classes. The control in the game is responsive, but there are still those frustrating moments when you swore you pushed a button, but nothing happened. Gameplay is similar to the first game, but there are a few differences. This time, the hero is not alone in the side quest. side quest. By finding special eggs, the hero gains special dinosaur helpers. Everything from a fireball-spitting, walking dino to a pink, flying dino who shoots fireballs out of his mouth. Otherwise though, there isn't much new here besides the swimming levels. Um We will never know the color of the fireball-spitting dino, while we do know the pink dino flies. And apparently they all shoot fireballs, which I don't remember the pterodactyl doing, but I could be wrong. Replay value high, challenge medium, overall 8.1 out of 10. Despite the radical improvements, Adventure Island 2 is just not as much fun as the first one. I don't know what it is. I played the first Adventure Island game for years, but the second one just didn't have as much impact on me. Don't get me wrong. still a great game. It's just not as good as it could have been. But we're going to go back and we're just going to look at a few of these things. Um, Apparently, apparently, everything was better in some aspect except the entire game. The whole is less than the sum of the parts in this instance, and we are going to just check his math. Uh, loop, 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 boom, da tray. Oh, you little fibber, that should be an 8.23 repeating. Psycho Penguin, you fail me. You fail me, and I came back to read your review twice. Blah. Hello, my name is Jason. I think it would be a great idea to read the news of the weird. So I'm going to read it now. Our lead story is called Fun Network. I'm not going to do the news like that the whole time. Bill Bailey, former nine-year employee of the Water Irrigation Network near Grand Junction, Colorado. Was a, You have to say it like that because it's grand. Was awarded unemployment benefits in December for being wrongfully fired. The company claimed Bailey was insubordinate and that any complaints he had were merely because he is, quote, too sensitive to workplace, quote, fun and unable to, quote, forgive and forget his supervisor's team building spirit. According to an administrative law judge, the, quote, fun included, among other things, detonating unannounced ear splitting PVC potato guns, using golf balls and other items on the job, and Bailey's boss placing his own feces in a bag inside Bailey's lunch pail. At one point in the hearing, during the boss's mirthful, carefree descriptions of the fun, the judge felt the need to advise him of his Fifth Amendment right. Following the judge's decision, Bailey's two supervisors resigned. Grand Junction, Colorado. Pooh in every lunchbox. Questionable judgments. You know, sometimes we get to these, and I feel like this could really fit in both. I think there's like some—somebody get on this, right? Somebody go back and listen to every episode of the podcast, and I want you to create a Venn diagram for everything that could work with this. Could you do that? Okay, great, thanks. Questionable judgments. The agony and tediousness of, quote, peeling— The Canadian supermarket chain Soybees has recently been selling pre-cut avocado halves sealed in plastic packages. Said a spokesman, the product eliminates the guesswork if you are not familiar with peeling and seeding a fresh avocado. Also recently, Whole Foods began selling peeled mandarin oranges sealed in recyclable plastic at $5.99 a pound. But withdrew the product in March with an apology and promised to sell the oranges in their own natural packaging, The Peel. Guesswork in peeling an avocado. Here's what you need. If if you don't, I don't even like avocado. All right, I don't like it. If it's like a really good, kicky, like guacamole, it's fine. Everywhere else, it's completely useless to me. It may as well be zucchini. But you take a knife and you zoop and you go around and you bisect it. That means you have two. You have an avocado and you have in each hand. And one of them has got a big round thing in it and the other one doesn't. You put the one that doesn't have the big round thing down and you take your sharp cutting instrument and you go, pa. you hit the seed and then the seed just comes out and then you scoop out everything with a spoon. I've had more trouble opening yogurt. Anyway, the continuing crisis and thank goodness, ladies and gentlemen, it has been far too long. The most Florida story: State officials have notified retired pro wrestler Mary Thorne of Lakeland that, according to the law, her pet alligator Rambo, age 15, having grown to six feet in length, may no longer be kept at home unless she provides an at least. Two and a half acres of roaming space. She made a public plea in March warning that confiscating Rambo would kill him as he is super sensitive to sunlight, having been raised inside her home, and must wear clothes and sunscreen when outside, though Thorne pointed out that he is potty trained and wags his tail when needing to answer nature's call. At press time, the investigation of Rambo was still ongoing. Next are Morst. Morst. That's a, a combination of moist and more. And just for everybody who is really uncomfortable with the word, <clears throat> moist. Yes, moist. The most Georgia story, David Presley of Walton County, about 40 miles from Atlanta, 32 years old, for some reason attempted to blow up his riding lawnmower in March. Oh, I saw this. There's some pretty graphic videos. By placing three pounds of the chemical mixture Terranite in it and then shooting the mower with a semi-automatic rifle. Although he was standing 30 yards away, shrapnel still hit him, severing his leg just below the knee. Had he died, it had been sad, but mostly funny. Um, he would have been eligible for a Darwin Award. Sadly, he is not. Better luck next time, David Presley. Priestley. And our most Canada story. Miss Felicity Lafreniere, 25, was charged with several breaking and entering theft crimes in March in Prince George, British Columbia. After leaving police on a half-mile chase as she made her getaway on an ice low on the Nataco River. When police caught up, she attempted to dispose of items she had stolen, even though still on the ice, by burning them in a small fire. But an officer and a police dog jumped in the water to subdue her. Felicity. Wow. Can't possibly be true, ladies and gentlemen. The wall of sound. Here's an update. Police finally armed with a warrant after months of neighbors' complaints about loud music raided Michael Baker's small one-bedroom apartment in Croydon, England, in March and confiscated 34 loudspeakers that allegedly Baker had been using at high volume at, quote, all hours. After entering the home with the aid of locksmith, police left Baker with only a CD player and a pair of earphones. Not the same... Not the same. Um, Nicholas Reagan, R-A-G-I-N, or maybe it's Ragin. Nicholas Reagan. Yeah. Finally got his conviction overturned in March, but it took 10 years before the U.S. Court of Appeals declared that his, quote, right to counsel had been violated because his lawyer slept during various parts of Ragin's conspiracy and racketeering trial. His sentence had 20 more years to run. One juror later recalled that lawyer Nikita Mackey slept, quote, almost every day, morning and evening, for, quote, 30 minutes at least. Once, according to court documents, after the trial judge called Mackey's name loudly, only belatedly getting a response, Mackey jumped up and sort of looked around and was licking his lips and looked sort of confused and looked around the room. The prosecutor says she intends to retry. Ragin'. Ragin'. The new world order, ladies and gentlemen, coming ...to a Whole Foods near you. In March, Foreign Policy Magazine... ...yep, Foreign Policy Magazine... ...noted that someone had created a, quote, ...hot male migrants account on the photo sharing application Instagram... Quote, someone is going through photos of migrants and refugees, saving ones of men thought of as hot. Many of the men, of course, have survived harrowing journeys and even lost friends and family members while fleeing Syria and other war-torn lands. Wrote one Instagram user of a man who had turned her head. He's gorgeous. Am I going to hell for thinking that? No, but for thinking you might be, yes. Bright ideas, bright ideas, the brightest of ideas, like five million lumens. North Carolina State University scientists in a, quote, proof of concept study published in March, claim they have found a promising alternative for eliminating certain infections, even when no known antibiotic will work. The solution, the researchers write, is to genetically modify maggots, which are well known to feed naturally off of infected tissue to gobble up the infections and release as waste and release as waste human growth hormone, as they showed in the study could be done with a strain of green bottle fly maggots. What, What is it in the maggot that would turn infected human tissue to human growth hormone? What do you buy at GNC that has human growth hormone? Can you buy that? I don't know. Anyway... Felicia Burl, 33, who crashed her car, killing her passenger after running a red light, fled on foot and later tried to foil DNA evidence against her to avoid charges. While in lockup, Burl, with a 29-conviction rap sheet, knew a mouth swab was upcoming and tried to contaminate it by, as police later learned, having two other women spit into her mouth just before the test. She was convicted anyway, and a court in Stamford, Connecticut, is expected to order a 10-year sentence at Burl's next hearing. 29 convictions, and you're going to send her over 10 years? You knew better than that, Connecticut. Connecticut. Our least competent criminals, oddly enough, none of the previous pe- See, this is where the Venn diagram is needed. Someone make a spreadsheet. Massachusetts state troopers initially found a few drug items in search of a vehicle of carry Tustock. Tutsock. Excuse me. Tutsock. Tustock just seems more appropriate, but it's Tutsock or Tutsuck. Tutsak, I like tut-sock. Uh, Carried Tutsok 24, at a traffic stop and March along Interstate 91 near Hatfield, Massachusetts. But Tutsak and her two companions proceeded to worsen the situation. The trooper seemed satisfied with finding three drug pipes, a couple of syringes, and several baggies of drugs and began to write their report as a possession case. But en route to the state police barracks, the trooper said he overheard one suspect whisper to another, I don't think they found all the stuff in the car. Police searched it again, and this time found three digital scales with white residue, along with another 230 baggies of heroin. And the charges were upped to intent to distribute. Look, you can have a lot of fun, but... Yeah, draw the line somewhere. Recurring themes, ladies and gentlemen. uh, Goofy names. Convicted triple murder inmate Con Giorgio, housed in Australia's Goulburn Jail, was charged in February with hiding a cell phone in his rectum, but managed to hold out for 12 days, almost 300 hours, before finally releasing the evidence. Guards, certain it was a cell phone on the x-ray and not the residue from recent surgery that Giorgio claimed, had confidentially resisted going in after it. Confidently, excuse me. Uh story number two at an estate sale in Rehoboth Rehoboth. Rehoboth? Rehoboth. See goofy names. Rehoboth Beach, Delaware in February. A couple in Wilmington bid successfully on Delaware license plate number fourteen which went for $325,000. According to a WCAU-TV's report, paying exorbitant sums for low license plate numbers is, quote, a Delaware thing, and has been mentioned in News of the Weird previously. And our classic. An official release of San Francisco's Department of the Environment in July 2010 apparently cleared up a matter of controversy According to a report in uh, San Francisco Weekly, human semen is one quote, organic waste product, unquote, not required to be disposed of in special compost bags under the city's mandatory composting laws. However, snot must be properly bagged. San Francisco, you know, I love you, but you're a little nuts. And you're kind of spendy. I have dumped women. For similar reasons. Just saying. Seriously, roll credit, We're done here. Woo! Deadpool! Deadpool. Hey, you did it, buddy. Look, I know we've had our differences, but look, I'll admit it, the game rocks. You rock, pal. Pal? And I hate to admit this, but we're actually not that much over budget. I didn't want to tell you that before, but now that the game's over, you know. Hey, Peter. Uh, yeah? Get your checkbook ready. No, you're going... Budget, damn it! You gotta stop! Get on. Get on. This is my jam. <inaudible> be all that you can be. That is what they told me. Made me all I can not be. How they try to mold me? Mix a little bit of the best of the rest. Fight up weapon X. Well, we'll see who's. Mamá en longest podcast ever uh well not for you guys for me maybe i don't know if there's ever been one that's taken me more than you know started at like eight o'clock and it's 9 30 now and it's finished and that's not an hour and a half that is 13 and a half hours with not much to show for it really i want to thank everybody for listening to the show i hope you did enjoy it as much as i did uh putting it off all day not because i wanted to mind you Because I was frustrated and I had to go to work. And I'm taking my god darn shoes off. Gibbers. Get them away. Uh, Again, thank you so much for listening to the show. You can find a download link for this episode and all the previous episodes and all the goodies that went on in the episode if you forgot. Because really, there's a lot that happens. I mean, you heard the show. You can't keep it all straight. How did I manage to know where I left off 13 hours later? voodoo it's true ask anybody thank you uh, again and again and again and I'm going to say one more time thank you just to make sure I said thank you and thank you Uh, it is appreciated that you listen to the show and I really hope you enjoy it and like I said if you want to see all the stuff that was mentioned in the show plus all the old shows go over and check out lowbiasgaming.net for all your electric leftover needs may they be brief and simple. See y'all next time.